when I think about where he brought Georgia from, I think he has done great things. 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 Sometimes things don't line up the way we want them to line up, Sister Georgia. 
want to encourage you this morning to simply hold on. Who later sometimes things don't seem to make sense at all. But I want you to know that God is faithful and true and hold on. A lot of people are afraid of the book of Revelation. They are too eerie, too confused, too scared. This reminds me of an old song we sing, Get It Right Church, and Let's Go Home. Get It Right Church, and Let's Go Home. Why? Get It Right Church, Get It Right Church, Get It Right Church, and Let's Go Home. The evening train might be too late. How many know that it's best to talk to God early in the day? It seems like when you talk to the Lord early in the day, it, it sets the rest of your day up. Even when bad days seem to be lurking all around you, but it ain't that bad. I had a talk with Jesus this morning. Because I had a talk with Jesus, I, I, I realized that everything ain't going to be all right. I'm just going to do what? Hold on. Praise God. Now, of course, with this tribulation period going on, at this stage, some of us are going to be caught up. Some of us are going to be remaining here. I need you to understand, those of us that are remaining, it's almost like your final chance to get it right. I need you to understand what, what is going on right now. When he says, hold on, I'm going to go back here in the beginning so we can get an understanding of what exactly is going on. First, it gives a comfort, a fear. None of these things which thou shalt suffer. You're going to go through. There's no way around that. Life is designed that you shall have some suffering in your time here on earth. Amen? But it's nothing to fear. Look at somebody say, fear not. Fear not. Let me help you understand my first bullet point, if you would, is that suffering will not kill you. Do you understand that, Jackie? Do you believe that, Jackie? Suffering was, the design, was designed to make you feel like you're about to die. Uh, I'm thinking about Job right now. Job suffered. And he anguished and suffered and went through so much that his wife said, baby, just don't cuss him and die. Suffering will not kill you. Suffering is the way of God refining us to our crown of life. So when I understand that, that the next time I'm going through, some of you are going through right now, and you didn't even feel like how you had strength to keep holding on. Just keep holding on, baby, because suffering is not going to be. That's not what I did. The devil will play in your mind so 
like I can't go another step. Maybe you haven't been there yet, or maybe you haven't gone through enough, but keep waking up and you'll realize that the devil will get on you so hard, it'll make you want to throw in not one pound, but every pile is out. Look at somebody and say, hold on. Hold on. Understand and know that, that because I'm going through it doesn't necessarily mean that I've done anything to go through. Remember, God chooses us for a sign. And some assignments, he knows who can and who can't handle the work. Y'all don't hear me. I, I was blessed on Thursday to speak front of City Hall, Houston, Texas, City Hall. About 3,000 people, according to Sister Friend. You know, I have to take a word for that. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounded like it, Bublet. And in the midst of me addressing the people, God reminded me that you're not alone. I only put this in your path because I knew you could handle it. Some of you are dealing with some stuff right now that you said, Lord, my place can't hold no more. But my word to you is, hold on. God is not going to put anything on you that you cannot handle. And he's not going to put you in a situation that he doesn't already have a solution for. Do you believe the report? We used to have a season, whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. If I'm going to believe the report of the Lord, even when I'm suffering, I have to learn how to suffer for his name's sake. So to be like Jesus means we must learn how to endure suffering. Now, a lot of us don't want to talk about that. Well, if God was all this, why would he have us suffer? Well, no man can come to the Father except through the Son. And if the Son has to go through, what makes you and I different? If I can allow God to, to send Jesus on my behalf to go through for me, can I go through for me? You can answer that one on your way home. Amen. So suffering will not kill you. The next part, we're in Revelations 2 and 10. Don't get scared and walk out the door. Amen. He said, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, this is a warning, this is a refresher, this is a shake me moment. The devil shall cast some of you into prison that ye may be tried. How many feel like they're talking to you right now? My word to you is, hold on. Amen? Just as the devil has an assignment, we got an assignment. His job is to torment and keep us off, off the game plan, and our job is to hold on to God's unchanging word. Somebody say, plow. We'll pass. We'll pass. Once again, it doesn't feel like it when you're going through something. 
You're anticipating something so hard. Sometimes you can think yourself into depression. Sometimes you can think yourself happy. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. If I'm going through something, what's the first thing I do? I call somebody that's going to hear me cry. Yeah, I know, I know, boo, I know, boo, I know they wrong for that, boo, they wrong for that. And they might be wrong for it. But how many of us can admit that God has me here for a reason? And instead of me trying to cry it out, just try to figure it out. God, what do you want me to learn from this situation? How would you want me to grow from this particular situation? Instead of always talking about the enemy, I learned how to thank God for your enemy. Because if you didn't have no enemies, you wouldn't have no future. Amen. Think about it. If the devil ain't bothering you, that means he already got you. Man, I got no problem in the world. I got all the money I could ever imagine. I'm just carefree, foot loose. There ain't nothing to, nothing to trip off of. I'm running from you. If the devil, if the devil never slumbers no sleep, we know God never slumbers no sleep, but his job is to speak for me to short night and day. He's always wrong. That's why when you lay down at night, you pray that God covers you. Because the devil don't play fair. He'll try to take you in your sleep, Jackie. Every now and then I find myself, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like they try to choke me at night. I mean, we don't cough. I said, the blood of Jesus, the cough go away. It's real. But we have to understand that every opportunity he's going to get, his job is to take us out. And why does he want to take us out? See, y'all got to understand. He don't want to take us out because he don't really like us. He wants to take us out when he thinks he got us at a vulnerable moment so we can't be redeemed through the soul and the blood of the Lord. Think about it. Faith is an opportunity. And he knows that the blood is powerful. He knows that God's word is powerful. That's why he wants to catch us in a vulnerable state in that fleeting moment of anger, in that fleeting moment of envy, in that fleeting moment of pride. He wants to capture us so he can snap us out Amen? But they that wait upon the Lord, Shall renew this sin. Now, now I, I'm going to I'm I'm mess with you this morning and see if you're going to be honest in God. How, how many of you all have wanted to punch somebody's nose in the back of their head? <laughs> y'all laughing kind of hard. Who nigga got both of them? Well, you think I'm sorry. And watch this. Watch this. The thought is not what's going to send you to hell in a handbag. But again, it's the action. Because the word tells me anger, but sin not. You got every right to punch his nose to the back of his head. And you might feel good just for a moment. But when the dust settles, all we got to do is hold on. All we got to do is hold on. It feels good for that moment to get that aggression off of you and just wrestle it. And, and tell some stuff, hump and pump, take two days to recover, 
And you'd be like, what did I do all this for? It saved me two days, and I might save me weeks. But you're going through all this, and you think you'll feel better. But you feel worse. Why? Because you got out of God's will. You didn't allow God to finish what he had started in you. Trust me, brothers and sisters, that if God starts something in your path, he's going to finish it. He's not going to leave us hanging. So it's our job to hold on. Holding on requires some faith. Did I just say the word faith? Let me, let me, did I just say that out loud? Because I believe, I believe, be thou faithful unto death. Now, let me explain that right there because somebody, somebody, so you mean I got to die to go through this here? You say be faithful unto death. Be faithful unto death to the point to where even if it feels like your life is at an end, hold on to God's unchanging hand. I'm thinking about Isaac right now. Y'all remember Isaiah and Isaac? God told Abraham to go with Isaiah and make a sacrifice. God was leading Abraham on the journey, and Isaac Trusted his father and trust the father. You know, they hear me when I talk. He said, Father, I know we're going to make a sacrifice, but where is it? Abraham kept talking and walking. He said, Son, the Lord will provide. And when a lot of people forget, because see, we so get fascinated in the quote unquote stories, but you gotta understand this is real life as it was happening back then as being recorded. When when Isaac realized that there was no sacrifice, that he was the sacrifice. And the scripture says that that God allowed Abraham to prepare his altar sacrifice. And I studied back and forth, it doesn't show any signs where it says Isaac fought his father. I don't know about you, but I want to live. Even if my life seems stacked up, I want to live as long as I can. While I can, but, but, but the word doesn't say that Isaac fought his father. In fact, the word tells us that he laid the cross the altar. As a willing sacrifice. And just as Abraham was lifting his hands to come down with enough force to penetrate the bone. Y'all, 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 y'all not hearing me this morning. I can imagine the anguish in Abraham's mind. I got my son. Son, this will be a good process. And he knew what it took 
just to get to the chosen son. God told me that I'm going to make you the father of many nations, but Abraham and his nation, you think of the Lord, if you're going to make me the, 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 the father of many nations, it's going to start with him. But you want me to sacrifice him. Nevertheless, my Lord, I'll do it. I said, you imagine him looking at his son's eyes. And his son looking back at him. And he's going up the front. So you all love you. Please forgive me. And he gets the thrust out and an angel stops him. God is pleased with your faith. Abraham had to hold on. And he was talking back and forth with Abraham. He was told him, he said, go back. You will see a ram tangled in the bush. bush. Sacrifice it. That's where the terminology of ram in the bush comes from. And we understand that, that God had a plan already laid out. And he had to trust them through the entire process, even when it seemed like his death. Some of us right now, we see that unto death part and we begin to back up. Now, I don't want y'all going out here sacrificing nothing. But understand, you got to endure that of a good soldier. You got to, you can't be quick to panic and say, this is it. I don't know what else we're going to do. This is it, y'all. No, no, no. Hold on. Just like the woman, the widow woman and her son, I had enough for one more meal and gave it to the preacher. Who there go? I know you love it. Just on Wednesday. I ain't gonna tell y'all the topic, but <laughs> look at Jack. Jackie. Jackie, I'm gonna have to have you in here. I got jumped on Wednesday. Look at that, see? See? Look at that. As I was saying that, no, but you didn't know you got me. I got jumped on. But I had told on, and we were talking about a word that, that seemed to become crazy. We got good understanding at the end. But the word submit, and somehow that has turned into an ugly word. And what was the other word exactly? Uh, 
No, no, no. The other word. Uh, ever got or something? Despot. Now, despot is what you don't want. But when we submit to God's will, those I said we, I must submit, we all must submit. That is a sign of faithfulness. Proverbs 14, says that there's a way that seemeth right. Sounds right, feels right, and looks right. But it seems it's not altogether right because we have submitted to the will of God. When you submit to the will of God, you begin to hold on with a better understanding. You begin to hold on with a better sense of purpose. Sometimes we hold on just to see what we're going to get out of it. Hello. Some of y'all holding on to them numbers. <laughs> what is it, $900 million? Huh? Billion? Is that God's a billion? Well, Jesus, if you send me one, two of them. Billion? Maybe we all need to submit then. Oh, have mercy. Well, Lord, if any of the temple here, First of all, thank you, and don't forget the 10%. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Well, when you're holding on, see, something about, about money for real, talk about money for real, the more you get, it seems like the more you want, and that ain't what makes you happy. Some folks are miserable. With all the money they could ever handle. I hear some of you now, Lord, let me experience that. So you're miserable without. Let me be miserable with. And let me, I'll tell you about it, Pastor. I'll write, a, I'll write a memoir for you that you get a chance. So when we understand that I will, I will give thee a crown of life, if we stay faithful and remember God's promises. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy coming in the morning. I don't know who you are this morning, and I don't even care what your challenge is. I'm going to see if you are willing to take a walk of faith this morning. You got something on your mind, something on your heart, something that's really been testing your spirit. And you've been having a lot to get you from God. God wants to release you this morning. But it's up to you to take the faith. I'm just going to be obedient to what God says the law. Whoever you are, stand up 
come to the altar. God's going to start on your faith wall. It's not going to take long. Don't be ashamed. I want to free you. He has Whoever you are, you say, I'm just trying to be obedient. You've been going through, felt like there was no way out of your situation. God wants to release you right now. I can only do what he tells me. Amen. Well, Lord, I've opened up. I've done my part. Amen. I might say to God be the glory. God be the glory. Well, whoever you are, let me tell you what God will say. Yeah, the deadline. He was worried about this deadline. God said the deadline has already been met. Already been met. You, you, you were worried about how the way it's made and the way it's already made. But I was trying to position you in a celebratory position right now. But I'm just telling you what God was sharing with me. Amen. Now, do me a favor. Don't come up to me at the end of the service and say, Pastor, that was me, but I got cold feet. Amen. Because walking with God is about a trust process. It's about a faithful process. We understand that his will is going to be done. He just said that no matter how cold to death you feel, no matter how trial and, and tribulating the situation is, God said, I've got you. I'm not going to let you go. You just simply hold on. Amen? God wants to challenge us to stop seeking his hand and start seeking his faith. Seeking his faith is going to require me to get a little bit ugly from the Lord, to go a little bit further than what I've been used to going and knowing that whatever the enemy puts in front of me, I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Now, whenever the enemy tries to whisper in my ear about you being defeated, no, I'm not defeated. I am more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. I am the one who is designed for such a time as this, and I will hold on to God's unchanging hand. Amen? Everyone standing. Oh. To his hand, God's unchanging hand. Oh, to his hand, God's unchanging hand. He will always be eternal. Hold to his hand. Everybody, hold to his hand. Hold to his hand. Well, hold to 
God, 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 thank you, Father, we stand before you this day. Thank you for the victory. Thank you for the outcome that the enemy didn't want us to see and hold on to. But because of who you are, God, we stand under one harmonious song saying thank you for the victory. Thank you for the praise. Thank you, God, for the, the, the way being made that I couldn't see, that we couldn't see. But because you are a supernatural, all-knowing, omnipresent God, we are able to see the end through. God bless that soul that was reluctant on this morning. Have mercy on us. Look on us as a body. Look on us as a community. Look on us as a nation. That we can become better sons and daughters that she called us to and not who we call ourselves. We ask for these blessings to your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We all say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 I dare you to praise him right now. Praise the Lord. We thank God for Jesus and his precious blood and for all that he has done for us. How many know that he's not done? Amen. And because he's not done, 